0: Your organic search is over. Here's Naturally Savvy with health experts Andrea Donsky and Lisa Davis.
1: Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. Andrea Donsky is off today. We are so glad to have back on the program Dr. Michael Murray. He is a, one of the world's leading authorities on natural medicine. Hello, Dr. Murray. Welcome back.
0: Well, thank you, Lisa.
1: It's so nice to have you on. All right, we're going to be talking about inflammation. Now, people hear about that and they think, well, what does that mean? And what should I be eating? What should I be avoiding? And what spices can help? So there's so much great research. And one of the things I love about having you on is you research so much and you're always up on the latest things with working with companies like Natural Factors and others. Talk to us about what we can do to help inflammation.
0: Well, there's a lot we can do through diet. Uh, There are certain foods that really promote increased inflammation, sugar being a big one, uh, and eating the wrong types of fats, uh, too much saturated fat, too much cholesterol, too much of the omega-6 fatty acids that we get from uh, oils such as uh, sunflower, soy, corn, uh, they all promote inflammation. We need to increase our intake of richly colored fruits and vegetables. That's where we get a wide range of uh, plant antioxidants that also exert some anti-inflammatory activity. We need to get more of the good oils, not just the long-chain omega-3 fatty acids that we get from fish oils. Everybody knows those are anti-inflammatory. But also the monounsaturated fats we get from oils such as olive oil and canola, as well as we get from avocados, nuts, and seeds. Uh, these oils are also anti-inflammatory. So we can do a lot with diet as far as uh, supplements go. Uh, the supplements that is kind of the hot <laughs> product in the natural health food stores these days is curcumin. Uh, Curcumin is the yellow pigment from the spice turmeric, which is the key ingredient in curry. And it has over 5,000 scientific investigations showing its anti-inflammatory effects over the last 10 or 15 years. So it it is really a well-researched natural compound. We understand how it works. And unlike drugs, this uh, natural product has shown an ability to block virtually every known inflammatory mediator. The drugs typically only block one or two. So there's a lot of promise for curcumin emerging as being a a safe and effective alternative to uh, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, which includes aspirin, ibuprofen, and Celebrex.
1: Now, I know there's one in particular we've talked about before called Theracumin. Tell us about that, or Theracumin. Curcumin
0: or curcumin? Yeah, yeah. Th- no, I'm cumin, uh, like the spice. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Theracurmin is an advanced <laughs> form of curcumin. Uh, what we know about this compound is that it's it's hard for humans to absorb. So uh, companies have been trying to develop technologies to improve the absorption of curcumin and uh, Theracurmin. Uh, is the pinnacle. It has shown to be the best absorbed form of curcumin. Better absorption means people get better results. It's also the most well-studied, enhanced form of, of curcumin. Uh, there have been uh, now uh, over uh, 20 double-blind, placebo-controlled studies either published or about to be published. So we know that it works. We know it's safe. We know it can help people get what they're looking for from a curcumin product.
1: Now, Dr. Murray, who should be taking Theracumin?
0: Well, you know, I think uh, as far as my supplement recommendations, I think everybody should be taking a high-potency multiple vitamin and mineral formula. Everybody should be taking uh, some uh, extra vitamin D3, uh, usually 2,000 to 5,000 IUs per day. And everybody should be on a good pharmaceutical-grade fish oil. Now, I also recommend that people take some sort of plant-based antioxidant, and theracurement is a great choice there. It's particularly useful if anyone has any sort of inflammation going on in their body, not just the aches and pains, but also the silent type of inflammation. Uh, You can go in and get a blood test called the C-reactive protein, and this blood test has been shown to be a stronger predictor of some of the the more uh, serious chronic diseases, not just heart disease, but also Alzheimer's disease and diabetes and cancer. So uh, this systemic chronic inflammation is a smoldering type of inflammation. It's one of the reasons why I recommend uh, taking some sort of plant-based antioxidant o- along with uh, the other supplements and eating a, an anti-inflammatory diet. Well, Thera can be very helpful in uh, keeping that inflammation under control, and and helping with that uh, C-reactive protein to stay in that normal range. So uh, I, I recommend it, the bottom line, to just about anybody because uh, inflammation is a big, big issue. Eight out of 10 Americans over the age of 25 are overweight, and anytime our waist starts to be larger than our hips, uh, we are prone to inflammation. So uh, anyone who has a larger waist-to-hip ratio, they're a prime target for uh, a product like uh, TheraCureman.
1: Now, is this a test that you can ask your general practitioner for, or do you need to see some type of specialist to get this blood test?
0: Oh, you know, it's a, it's a mainstream uh, uh, blood okay. test. And, you know, more and more doctors are cluing into the fact that there's a lot we can do with, with diet, lifestyle, and attitude in, in dealing with some of these conditions. And they're also getting clued into the importance of some of these uh, other types of blood tests. Uh, Many doctors now are routinely measuring vitamin D3 in the blood, and they're also measuring the degree of inflammation by looking at uh, this C-reactive protein. Most doctors, I think, these days uh, are uh, aware of how important this C-reactive protein test is, so uh, the listeners should have no problem getting their doctor to order the test for them
1: now what if you find out that yours is high what what thing obviously you you need to change your diet you need to be more yeah. aware i loved how you mentioned the positive attitude as well but are there, yeah, yeah. there further testing to figure out if like oh my goodness this is leading to alzheimer's or cancer or i guess it would be really hard to tell correct
0: well we, we know that it's a it's a major marker it, it's a more significant okay. marker for heart disease than than uh, ldl cholesterol uh, so uh what do we do if you have uh, high C-reactive protein? Well, uh, the Mediterranean diet uh, has been shown to be uh, very effective. They constructed a, a diet called the New Nordic Diet that also has shown an ability to to lower C-reactive protein. If, if people want information on these diets, they can go to my website, uh, drmurray.com. That's either DR murray or D-O-C-T-O-R-M-U-R-R-A-Y. I've got information on uh, C-reactive protein and uh, the dietary approach to getting that down. And, of course, uh, we uh, focus on uh, supplementation as well. But we can do a lot through diet. I, you know, I mentioned attitude. Our thoughts definitely have an impact. Uh, studies show that uh, a more positive mental attitude is associated with lower C-reactive protein. So there you go. Uh, your thoughts do have an effect on your physiology.
1: Oh, they sure do. You know, Dr. Murray, I want to go back to something you said earlier when we started the, the conversation about the polyunsaturated fats, like the corn oil, the safflower oil, soybean oil. Yeah. I've heard that when you're cooking with olive oil, if you heat it too high, you're going to actually make it not so great for you, correct? But in layman's terms, is it going to be as if you're using one of those polyunsaturated oils? Is that true?
0: It's it's a little different uh, mechanism. The, the What makes corn, soy, safflower, and sunflower so... Uh, inflammatory is that they're rich in a type of fat called omega-6 fatty acid, uh, and we generally get way too much of that in the diet, and it can lead to uh, the formation of uh, inflammatory compounds. With overheating uh, olive oil or oils in general, you can create uh, lipid peroxides that can act to promote inflammation by becoming uh, oxidative or free radicals, which means that they basically damage our cellular structures. So it's a little bit different mechanism. Uh, You know, obviously, uh, we want to get those good oils and stay away from the bad oils, but we (laughs) want to protect those good oils to make sure they're going to do good for us. So yes, uh, don't don't, uh, heat olive oil above that smoke point.
1: All right. Well, Dr. Murray, it's always so great having you here on Naturally Savvy. Tell us all the ways we can find you.
0: Well, uh, the easiest way is to go to my website, uh, drmurray.com. It's all all free information on the site. I put out a monthly news, or excuse me, weekly newsletter. Uh, There's free books that people can download. I want people to know that they can achieve their health goals through natural means.
1: All right. Well, Dr. Murray, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. You can check out Naturally Savvy and Radio MD on Facebook. You can also follow us at Your Radio MD on Twitter and at Naturally Savvy. Thank you so much for listening and stay well.